What are some things you can do this summer to simplify your back to school season? You are listening to episode four of the Upper Elementary Simplified podcast. I'm your host, Anna, and today I will be giving you five tips on how you can simplify your back to school season this year. But before we get to today's episode, I want to talk a little bit about what you can expect this summer on the podcast. Beginning in August, I will be releasing episodes once a week on Tuesdays. But for the months of June and July, I am releasing two episodes per week, one on Tuesday and one on Thursday. The Tuesday June episodes will be about some planning topics for the upcoming school year, while the Thursday June episodes are going to be shorter, kind of like top 10 format. The July episodes will be alternating between math and literacy topics for upper elementary teachers, math on Tuesday and literacy on Thursday. I'm also hosting a summer challenge throughout the month of June that you won't want to miss. I will give you some more details about that later in the episode. For now, let's get started talking about those five things you can do this summer to simplify your back-to-school season. Welcome to Upper Elementary Simplified, the podcast where busy and overwhelmed teachers find thoughtful ideas to get students engaged in meaningful learning experiences. Hi. I'm Dana Rodebush, former fifth grade classroom teacher and founder of Teacher Tech Studio. I'm here to share practical tips and strategies that will help you grow as an educator. If you are a tired upper elementary teacher searching for ways to cut down your planning time while boosting student engagement, you are in the right spot. Are you ready? Let's simplify. Did you ever watch that show called John and Kate plus eight on TLC. If not, it was a show about a couple who had one set of twins and one set of sex tuplets, and it basically followed them around in their everyday lives. If you were a fan of the show, like I was, you may remember the wooden sign, I guess you could call it, that Kate had sitting in the center of her kitchen table. It was just this decorative wooden block that had the word plan, P-L-A-N, and then the letters A-H-E-A. Now, for those of you who aren't visualizing what this looks like or what it spells or what it even means, it is a cute little reminder of how important it is to plan ahead because when you don't plan ahead, you might run into an issue where something doesn't quite it. Well, I liked this concept so much that I decided that I was going to design myself a cute little sign for my classroom with this plan ahead without the D quote. One year, I showed it to my students during the first week of school and asked them to think about what they were seeing. And so after about 10 seconds of letting them process the artwork, I asked, so what do you see? You know what they said? Polka dots. Yes, I had made the background of my sign bright polka dots. So maybe my plan ahead reminder that I made myself didn't quite resonate with fifth graders, but I can still laugh about their interpretation. 
So number five on the list of things you can do this summer to simplify your back to school season is, you probably guessed it, plan ahead. But more specifically, plan your professional development and get a lot of it completed during the summer. It's the perfect opportunity to watch some PD videos or take some courses either online or in person while you aren't dealing with the extra stress of the school year. I am actually presenting at an online math conference this summer. I will be sharing more details about that with you in the coming weeks, so be on the lookout for that. But this would be a great way for you to get some PD hours in this summer from the comfort of your couch or your poolside lounger. Do you like games as much as I do? Well, I have a game for us to play throughout the month of June, 2023. I've always been a little bit of a word nerd, so I have put together a word puzzle and I'm calling it the Commitment Challenge. If you are listening before July 15th, 2023, you still have a chance to catch up and participate. To play, head to UpperElementarySimplified.com forward slash summer challenge. There you will find all of the instructions on how to play the game. Every Tuesday and Thursday during June, I will be hiding secret clues inside of each episode. Your job is to get your copy of the Commitment Challenge puzzle form and listen to each June episode. Find the hidden clues and fill in the puzzle. Spoiler alert, it's not a difficult puzzle. What you will walk away with is a new commitment that you can make to yourself and your students for the upcoming school year, plus a chance to win a gift card for $25 to a retailer of your choice. I would love for you to join us in this summer challenge, so check it out at UpperElementarySimplified.com forward slash summer challenge. That link will be in the show notes. Sticking with the concept of planning ahead, number four on our list of things you can do this summer to simplify your back to school season is get ahead with pacing out your curriculum and planning for the first quarter. Back when I was in the classroom, I planned ahead sometimes to a fault. There was even one year that I was teaching fifth grade math and science. Before August even hit, I had my lessons for the entire first semester, 98% complete. But I'm a planner. It almost drives me crazy if I have something unfinished. I am constantly thinking about it and coming up with new ideas until it's complete. While you may not be crazy like me, you could still get ahead with pacing out your curriculum, especially if you are moving to a new grade level. I never left fifth grade, so this wasn't a huge task for me, even though I did change things up year after year. But look at your standards, put them into a pacing calendar, see where they align with other subject areas. How can you integrate your lesson on the American Revolution with comparing and contrasting characters or texts? Or how can you align a set of vocabulary words with a science unit? Unless you are truly up for it, I probably wouldn't suggest that you actually fully plan out 98% of your lessons for the full first semester. 
I would definitely suggest that you create yourself a pacing calendar of all of the standards you need to teach and when you will teach them. And you will definitely want to plan out your activities and lessons for the first two weeks of school. The sunglasses equal the letter T as in tiger. The next three tips for what you can do this summer to simplify your back to school season are pretty simple. Number three, you're probably already doing this, but think about changes you want to make. Do you want to make changes to your classroom management procedures? Do you want to set up or make changes to your classroom economy? If so, what changes do you want to make or how will you set that up? Do you want to make changes to the way your classroom is arranged? Do you want to start using stations or make changes to the way you have been running them? How will you organize your station materials? How will you organize your small group materials? How will you manage your small group instruction? What will your morning routine look like? Do you want to make changes to how you are introducing vocabulary to your students? How will you organize meet the teacher night or open house? What activities do you want to incorporate on the first day of school or the first week of school? How do you want to celebrate student birthdays? Do you want to offer behavior incentive coupons? If so, what types of coupons will you offer and how will that system work? What novel studies do you want to do this upcoming year? What will your literacy block look like? What about your math block? What classroom community or team building activities do you want to try out? There are so many things to think about over the summer. You don't necessarily have to start actually executing your ideas right now, but you can think about them while you're laying by the pool. Number two tip I can give you to simplify back to school and really your teacher life in general is Put together a subtub for emergencies and a template that you can use for short notice absences that you will definitely come across during the school year. I know that you have heard the saying that as a teacher, it is easier to get up and come to school sick than to prepare for a sub. This all, or at least mostly, goes away if you have a plan in place for those times when you won't feel like making plans and copies for a substitute. Your sub-tub and sub-plan template can be really simple. Just print out class sets of some generic activities that can be used throughout the school year but are still engaging and meaningful. And create a sub-plan template that you can just plug in different activities to whenever you do have a planned absence at some point in the year. Finally, number one on the list of things you can do this summer to simplify back to school is relax. It seems simple, but sometimes it's not that simple to just relax and not plan and not think about school or your future students or your co-teachers. I'm not saying don't plan at all because planning ahead is in my DNA. I'm just saying don't spend the whole summer planning and thinking about school. Take some time to enjoy your family, enjoy being outside, if you are a dog lover, enjoy your four-legged friend. You have to be well-rested, both physically and mentally, 
to enter into a back to school season and start the school year strong. So to recap our list of things you can do this summer to simplify your back to school season. Number five, plan your professional development and get a lot of it completed during the summer. Number four, get ahead with pacing out your curriculum and planning for the first quarter. Number three, think about changes you want to make to your systems and procedures. Number two, put together a subtub for emergencies and a template that you can use for short notice absences. And number one is relax. Well, that is all I have for you in this episode. Tune into episode five this Thursday for our first quick top 10 style episode. I hope that you will go check out the commitment challenge. Like I said, that website page will be linked in the show notes. Before you go, make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you can receive new episodes right when they are released. You can either subscribe right now directly in the listening app you are using, or you can sign up for email notifications at upperelementarysimplified.com forward slash notify. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Upper Elementary Simplified. I hope you are able to take away something useful that will help you grow as a teacher. I do have a quick favor to ask before you go. If you are enjoying the podcast, please let me know by leaving me a review. It really does make a difference because reviews impact search results, which helps me to expand my reach to other educators. Plus, I love to read my listeners' comments. Until next time, keep life simple.